0: The Fall Classic, the October Showdown, the Autumn Arena. It's finally time for the World Series. It's big money versus small money. Let's go. What's up everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Stitches Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Manderfeld. I've got Nick Booting and Robert Stangler with me today. We're going to be talking World Series. It's finally here, the end of the year. The last two teams are left. We've got the Dodgers on one side, the big money, third in MLB and payroll against the Rays, 28th in payroll, small market, bunch of no names except for uh, our man Randy Rosarena. But it's shaping out to be a good one. Nick, it's the October Classic, Fall Classic, October. What are, I, all the things I said. August at the beginning. Marina. All the things I made up because apparently Otto the World Marina. Series is like no nicknames. Hey. But yeah, Nick, I'm glad break to be it, back. we're breaking it down, man.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to be back talking about World Series, talking about my uh, my Rays that were supposed to be in it last year, but uh, decided to wait till this year. So we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. And uh, Robert's over here living like a king. He's rocking back and forth in his chair. Uh, definitely needs to get closer to his mic, but he's living like a king because he is. He predicted Rays-Dodgers World Series. Now all that's left for it to be complete is the Rays actually win it, right?
2: Yeah, that's actually correct. I'm very excited about my pick here. Um, usually I don't go for the Dodgers, but, you know, I had to to make my prediction happen so we can have gloating rights. Not bragging rights, gloating rights. So,
1: same
0: yeah, thing. it's
2: it's pretty good. Feels good. No, we're, it's not the same.
0: No. Nope. Yeah. instead it just between gloating and no, bragging, yeah. man.
2: No, well,
0: Can you define it, please. Yeah, see, you can't even answer that, so it's the same thing.
2: Gloating is yeah. a better word. <laughs> I <could> say. <laughs> but right. uh, I just got you know scrubbed on by you guys by saying I'm wearing Diamondbacks. So well, yeah, I kind of. If you didn't know, I do switch it up every week. I don't know about you, Nick. Kind of similar sometimes.
1: What? <laughs>
0: Nick, you do kind of switch up the style every week. Mm, I try. I'm wearing buffalo plaid, so.
2: Hmm. So I, I thought this was a baseball podcast, so I thought I wear a baseball cap.
0: Cool. I, I can put on a
1: on a girl's hat too.
2: Oh, okay. But I see what you did there.
1: We got
0: video here, so. Yeah, we'll be clean. And Nick, That's you look like you're like you're English. like in another room where you're at. Right. Oh. Well doesn't he it's not look old. far away from us yeah he's in a whole well, other realm dude we were having we were having having,
1: having sound <laughs> issues so i had to push my computer eight feet
0: back <laughs> He's just like <laughs> across the room it. nick That's come on mean. over yeah, okay we're trying to hang out over here uh like i said world series man we're really excited it starts on tuesday night on fox are they playing seven straight games like they've been doing in them i think they are right you would think maybe, so maybe not i don't know i, feel I should like probably Good I'll look that up in a sec, off. but while I look it up, just a reminder that uh, we're going to be uh, breaking down the off-season, coming here soon. Uh, believe it or not, it's coming, yes, as sad as it is. We'll also be breaking down our predictions, and we'll, uh, if the World Series does go you know, past next week, we'll be breaking down the last two games of the series. Uh, follow along, we'll be on all the podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music. Uh, we'd really appreciate it if you subscribe and rate it and share it with your friends, and uh, we're also on social media. Just search at Stitches Pod. It's at Stitches Pod. We're on Facebook and Twitter. We're also on uh, Gmail. If you want to send your questions or comments, just uh, send them over to the Stitches Podcast at gmail.com. That's the Stitches Podcast at gmail.com. And it uh, looks like they do have a day off. Uh, so it's going to be like a normal 232 two, um, format here. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Tuesday, Wednesday. Good for them. If necessary. We'll help
2: the raise out. Awesome.
0: That will help the Rays out, oh, won't yeah. it? <laughs> well, I heard that Cody Bellinger is hurt. He dislocated his oh shoulder gosh, after the home yeah, run. Did you that see that celebration? video? Oh, my goodness. So he, hey, so essentially, Cody that. Bellinger yesterday had the biggest hit of the game. Hit just an absolute bomb from a pitch right down of the middle. The Good at bat, though, because the dude was just like spitting on fastballs outside of the zone. He gets a pitch right down the middle, just destroys it, does a little pimp job. I love it. Rounds the bases, you know how batters do the little arm thing where they're, like, mashing on their... He hit their, it hard. Yeah. He hit, he hit somebody's forearms. arm very hard and legit so separated his shoulder. Or not separated, dislocated his shoulder. Yeah. There's, there's two different things. But, I yeah, mean... The
2: Yankees like to do that a lot, too.
0: I think every team does it. I think, it. Like, I think uh, it. you're going to have to tone it back a little bit so that your best, one of your best hitters doesn't, like, ruin the whole series.
2: I'm just confused what happened to the high five. <laughs> COVID <laughs> COVID man oh, well, okay,
1: there's, but this n- is... there's no there's no uh, germs on F- your forearm
2: oh okay it says okay alright
0: yeah dude mm-hmm. that's coming straight from like Fauci mm-hmm. yeah you're at the times mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah so Cody Ballinger's going to be playing with uh, a little like arm wrap and so who knows about that but um yeah, so I think uh, it's going to be interesting. I just saw kind of the pitching matchups for the series. Um, Bueller's going to be pitching Game Three. Game Two is undecided, and I think Game One's Kershaw. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It's <clears throat> it's going to be weird. I think we can kind of take this uh, kind of like position by position, like break part break the team down a little bit. But in my mind, I give pitching to the Rays. <laughs> I give defense probably a wash, and then offense to the Dodgers. And that's mm-hmm. where I kind of land on it. I don't know. It's going to be pretty even. Yeah, I think it's 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 surprisingly split. The Dodgers
1: have obviously have an incredibly deep lineup. And the, and the the Rays have a have an incredibly deep pitching staff. We saw that in the the Astros series. Uh the big concern is how often they used their relievers in that series. Uh everyone went like 6 innings if they were having pitching a shutout or pitching a great game, they got pulled. I mean, they said it on the broadcast that the Rays are one of the most scripted teams in baseball, and they're going to follow that script no matter what. Morton had one of the best pitching performances of the postseason, and guess what? You pitched six innings. Sorry, bud. not going to let you go any further. So it'll be interesting.
0: Yeah, and defense. I mean, both teams play stellar defense. We saw that in this, in the LCSs. Yeah, and I think like the Rays aren't like as flashy in terms of their defense, but if you look at like, the statistics and how they position their fielders, it's just elite yeah and like that shows like batting average on balls in play was just like terrible and so that just goes back to defense a little bit or maybe just some bad luck but the Rays are known for their defense obviously the Dodgers just have a just a ton of athletic players and that goes to defense um, Robert what's your initial thought on this I know your early season prediction was Rays win the World Series but I mean Dodgers are heavily favored um, at least by a lot of people's standards
2: yeah, I'm a big fan of the Dodgers this year, as you guys know. So many, too, yeah, so many superstars in that team. And Mookie Betts, for me, I, I've been saying it for a long time, guys. If he didn't prove to a lot of people out there in that Game 7 that he is the best position player in baseball, you might want to rethink it. Because I really do believe with his defense and the fact in that series where he made another <laughs> great choosing catch, that 3-1 in that series to come back Give them momentum, and they do win the Game 7, and Mookie Betts shows up. That just goes to show he is the best position player in baseball. If you want to argue with statistics, go ahead. But I'm telling you right now, Mike Trout isn't doing what Mookie Betts did in that series, if he's in that series, because mm-hmm. of defense. That's just so critical in the game, and it, it's, it's evolving. It's almost like we talk about defense not being as important in the standard of the game. I know it's, like, it's there, but it's not as highly touted as yeah. home runs are. Well, I disagree with you on that,
0: so I don't want you to just, like, pass that right. off as a statement.
2: Well, I'm just, I'm saying that a lot you of people... You think that, like I don't. That, <laughs> well, okay, maybe maybe you don't, but so many other people do not think defense matters. I'm sorry, they don't. I look at their alignment in their outfield, they're on their, in their corner spots, it's not that amazing. It's probably, I mean, like, it's just not the way it was when we used to watch baseball, uh, like, 10 years ago. So... Yeah, there's, de- there's defense there. It's sneaky. The Rays, for one, they're more so because they have, like, sneaky speed. This is a team that didn't really steal a lot of bases a couple years ago and last year, and now here they are. They're stealing bases. They're, like, I believe fifth or sixth in bags. So they are running. They're showing speed in on defense as well. I mean, Manny Margot has always been a speed demon. There's no doubt his defense was always solid. Renfro's always been sneaky with his speed. He's a solid fielder. Randy Rosarena has the tools. Everybody knows this. And, I mean, Austin Meadows has sneaky speed as well. So, I mean, their outfield alignment's great. Joey Wendell's probably one of the fastest third basemen in baseball, I think, personally. I think he's a really fast third baseman. And a great fielder. And he's a great yeah. fielder, and that goes hand-in-hand. Hand. And uh, Brand Lyle's sneaky, sneaky quick, too. So, I mean, I can go on and on. G-Man Choi has quick reflexes. He's probably got a little bit of wheels to him for a big guy at first base as well. Like, it, It's amazing that as much as we are going to get into this series... Defense for me is number one. I mean, yeah, pitching is probably should be number one. But like you said, both these ball clubs have incredible defense. The Dodgers outfield might be the best in baseball. And if you don't wanna mm-hmm. if you don't agree, that's fine, but Cody Bellinger bets stand alone. And A. J. Pollock is a former center fielder, gold glove, whether you like gold glove or not, he's still got solid defense as a center fielder and he plays left field. That's pretty valuable.
0: I think uh, mm-hmm. for me looking at the the makeup of this I think it's going to come down to, yes, defense, but also can some of these pitchers continue to put up, especially bullpens, because we saw with yeah. the Rays even, like Nick Anderson did not have the most clean of series, um, and that's obviously one of the best bullpen arms in baseball. He had – they let him go like a couple innings, and it was a game six or a game seven, I can't remember, where he went a couple innings, and he did decently well, but he still got in a little bit of trouble, and then you know obviously he had some of his ninth-inning struggles too. So I think he's going to be a key – player on that side. But we also saw the Dodgers, Julio Urias coming up and being a huge clutch pitcher in Game 7 and pretty much just holding on to that lead um, and, and beating the Braves. Um, if he emerges as one of the, like a late inning guy, because we know Kenley Jansen's had his struggles as well. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if the Dod- I think it's a lot's going to ride on these guys. Can they put up or are we going to see some sketchiness out of them? You know, so I think uh, it's going to come down to pitching for me. And defense, I think the offenses are going to do what they do. And, uh, you know, I think Dodgers come out on on top there, but the Rays are, are very fundamentally sound in terms of their hitting. And we talked about clutch hitting, Robert, last week on the podcast. The Rays are clutch hitters. I mean, mm-hmm. especially Randy Rosarena. I mean, this dude yeah. is just a stud. So. And see, that's mm-hmm. the only
2: issue I have with this series is if they shut him down somehow. Yeah. Because this is the Dodgers we're talking about. Uh, who's going to step up for the Rays? And how many opportunities are they going to get? Because we know the Rays like to mix and match their lineups. So who's mm-hmm. going to step up? Who's going to be the guy in this series? If Randy Rosarena isn't this uh, hot shot he's been all postseason, who's going to step up? I mean, Nick, yeah. you know the Rays better than I do personally. So, I mean, who's this guy that's going to step up against these Dodger pitchers, man? Who's
1: I mean, that's the, that's the concern because it's like, who led him in offense this year? It was Yanni Diaz, yep. Adamas and Lau and what do they do then what are all those guys doing in the postseason absolutely nothing and the, the, the offense was led by Margot and Rosarina. Margot is not known as an offensive powerhouse and I mean we we, we all seen what a Rose we've all known what a Rose can do but he's still a young guy he could still hit a cold spurt in this postseason playing on the on the biggest stage of his life against one of the one of the best teams that he's ever seen um, and so it's it's kind of scary to think what how cold this offense could go. I mean, they still have guys like Meadows and, and Wendell who could still bust out, but I mean, as much as, as much as you've kind of voiced your displeasure against Lau in this, in this series, it's, he's, he's, is the guy that has to step up. I mean, he is the, the, one of the biggest offensive threats on that team. And he was absolutely terrible in this postseason season um, so far. So if they need, they need him to step up. He's in that number two hole for a reason. Uh, he's, he's the biggest bat on that team and i think it's it's up to him if he really if this team is going to find a, another offensive outspurt
0: yeah for sure um i don't know i i'm just really looking forward to this and uh the the big story that everyone's talking about is the payroll part of this mm-hmm. is yeah uh, the dodgers have like uh you know 117 million dollars in payroll whereas the rays have 28 million in payroll obviously prorated for 2020 and then robert shared a number from facebook that Clayton Kershaw and Mookie Betts combined are like just two million less than the raised total payroll this year. Unbelievable numbers. That's wild. But you look at the Dodgers, and a lot of their players are homegrown, um, and so like you got to give them credit for for you know developing these prospects. But they they have the money to just keep them, and that's not the case with a lot of teams. And so mm-hmm. people who say it's not them buying a team, it kind of is because they could have lost a lot of these players if they didn't. You know, Kershaw might not be around if they didn't pay up for him. You know that kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. um, it's it's a big it's a money game here. And on the other side, the Rays, you know, just finding undervalued players, players that you wouldn't even think about. Nick Anderson was literally playing independent ball and in, in the Twins minor league system, doing really nothing. And now he's the best closer in baseball. And you know, Randy Rosarena, they trade a pretty good prospect in Matthew Libertori to the Cardinals, but they saw the value in him, and so um, they just a very very smart organization so can they outsmart mm-hmm. the dodgers or can the dodgers money out spend the raise i guess or out uh, outplay the raise here in the world series that's yeah. gonna be the storyline i think throughout the whole thing here um but i mean it's gonna be a fun one um on the pitching side for the dodgers you know kershaw may and bueller out of those three who do you have the most concern about i'm guessing it's kershaw I think because we got two two young guys pitching in a yeah. World Series game, but we've got Kershaw with his known postseason woes too, and those I mean, they're that, gonna be huge too.
1: That it, that is the. I think May is honestly the biggest concern for me. Um, and it, it it he's been so wild in this postseason, um, and I mean that's been that's kind of what he's been for this year. I mean his pitches have so much movement; it's hard to control that. So you have to give him a little bit of, of, of grace for that. But, I mean, Kershaw, I think I'm not too concerned about Kershaw. I think even, even the start he just had where he gave up a lot of runs. I mean, that, that could have been an inning that didn't get out of hand. Um, and that was more of the reliever just, I mean, not doing his job. And I think that, that's, that and the, all those earned runs fell on Kershaw. It was our wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. so. I, think, I don't think Kershaw is the big concern for me. I know he has a history. What is he? 11-11 with a four ERA in the postseason. Um, but I I I I would be more concerned about Dustin May. I mean, Kershaw was gonna come out in extra inning in in extra innings if he needed to, and I think that's the trust they have to the, have in him as the veteran. I think May is the bigger issue for me.
0: Yeah, I I'm concerned about Kershaw honestly. I mean, yeah, he's mm-hmm. had a decent postseason so far, um, but he unravels quickly and it really out of mm-hmm. nowhere and it just happens. And so we didn't see him in Game Seven. You know, some people thought he would uh, maybe pitch. And so game one lights on him obviously the dodgers are known for their choke their cho- choke artists so i don't know if kershaw can he put up or not i'm really concerned about him robert what's the concern for you in the pitching starting pitching for the dodgers
2: mine's walker buehler man and the reason why is because he's got that blister going on and i know he's been mm-hmm. fighting through it i know he's put up strikeout numbers but i'm gonna tell you right now you get three one counts to the raise They're going to be very disciplined. They're not the Braves. The Braves, like I said, the Braves are a great hitting team. They're way better. light years better than the Rays in offense. But when it comes to good counts and swinging at good pitches and laying off bad ones, the Rays are notorious for that. That's what the Rays do. So I would argue that Walker Buehler, when he gets early in the count and then he's behind or something, the Rays are going to take advantage of that. Whereas I'm not as concerned just like Nick is with Kershaw, dude. I think Kershaw's actually got a good matchup here. He's not facing the juggernaut Braves offense. He's facing the Rays. If he can keep Randy Rosarena in check, which he can with his good slider, uh, you know, I, I feel like Kershaw's going to be fine. I don't think he's going to go six quality innings, but he can go five, maybe two run runs and just do his job as best as possible and, keep, and have the Dodgers offense keep him in with that strong bullpen as well. But uh, Walker Buehler for me. And then, of course, I have concerns with May as well. But Buehler for me, just because of the blister, if he's not right, it could be a quick game for the Dodgers early in the first inning because the Rays are one of those teams that will tag you in the first. Margot gets on, and we've seen it many times, and Randy Roserain is going to drop his, his bat down and barrel through. So yeah, that's my biggest concern for that pitching.
0: And then on the other side with the Rays, there's three starting pitchers. You've got Snell um Glass, snow and morton snell did not look very good in his start he had like four walks mm-hmm. and four innings or something like that obviously we know morton's been really solid uh but i, I have big concerns about snell because this is a guy we know has struggled with the walks before and hard hits and stuff and i mean he's gonna have to step up here because the three pitchers we just named for the dodgers uh even though they do have their their downfalls they can also all be aces in their own right And so, uh, I don't know. I'm concerned about Snell. Who are you guys concerned about in this race, rotation, or who do you think is going to be the X factor? We
1: can go, Robert. Oh,
2: all right. (laughs) I would say it's got to be Blake Snell. I mean, Blake Snell, if he can go four innings, is a win. If he can't go four innings, then it's not a win. And the reason why is repeating mechanics. He has one of those deliveries where he gets – way up on over on top on the ball but then it's always up it's almost like he's finishing up all the time he can't keep it down in the zone enough and that's a huge problem because <coughs> the dodgers are one of those rare teams that yes they love it down they'll launch whatever but if they get it up in the zone they'll let it fly too they led the majors in home runs for a reason and blake snell is actually at a huge disadvantage against this strong heavy uh lineup with lefties and righties it doesn't matter blake snell is going to have to keep his fastball in check. It doesn't matter about his other pitches. What matters is locating the fastball on the corners, getting it right. You leave it up in the middle or up away, these guys are going to kill you. This is what the Dodgers do. I'm very, very, very concerned for Blake Snell. I think the fallout of Blake Snell is coming soon. I'm not really feeling him anymore, guys.
0: Yeah, I think wow. he's the kind of the obvious pick, not man. Yeah. like I just don't know about him. Um Nick, who's your concern in this one? Glasno, Glasno uh, hasn't been that good either, honestly.
1: Yeah, no. he he is out of the rotation. He's the probably the, the one I'm worried about, uh, just because we've seen when he doesn't have the, his his curveball, we all we always hear about how great it is, and it's a great curveball when it's on. But we we saw what the Dodgers did with with Freed and Anderson, um, and Kyle Wright when they left they left their this the their their breaking pitches over the plate the Dodgers know what to do with them and they absolutely crush them. Um, and Glasnow he's known for that curveball, And if he leaves it over the plate, it's, it's game over for him. Um, so that's my big concern out of that rotation, just Glasnow. He just seems to not have it sometimes and it's bad, bad when he doesn't have it. So there are concerns in this, this raised rotation. And you guys talked about Snell being a problem, but, uh, I think Glasnow is a big concern.
0: Yeah. And then we don't probably have to worry about Morton too much. Um, Dude he's is clutch. uh dude's good. He's so let's see, yeah, points five well seven now. ERA in the postseason. That's pretty damn good, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, another thing I didn't realize, I didn't know Glasnow was six eight. That is yeah, tall. He's tall. Yeah, he's, <laughs> a, he's a big dude. He's a big boy. Yeah. Oh what, my gosh.
1: What do you guys? The the Rays in the Yankee series, they had, I think, all their top three guys all went two innings a couple times, Ooh. and they kind of, and that was in the Yankee series, and that carried over to the Astros. Is there? Do you guys have concerns about that? The I, raised bullpen? I mean, I so good. Just, that's how they play, man. It's so like, taxed, though.
0: They've done it every, the whole season. I don't think they're going to turn away from it in the World Series. I think it's... I know, but it's looking... Per- I mean, Castillo didn't look great. And you talked about
1: Anderson not looking great. they are the top two But guys then on the other hand,
0: like, Ryan Thompson Pete Fairbanks have looked decent. Yeah. So, I know you don't like Pete Fairbanks, Robert, but he actually <laughs> clutched up a little bit there.
2: I wouldn't say I don't like him. I'm just not sure I trust him in the huge spots because he grips his curveball so hard. I mean, we've seen so many spikes in that post. Besides that last game, at game seven, he was really spiking balls, and that was my biggest concern because you cannot leave runners or let runners get free passes to the Dodgers because, again, they will kill you. This is one of the best offenses in baseball for a reason.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he clutched up. I mean, yeah. he got the no, yeah, he
2: spot. Yeah, he did it. He did. For but sure.
0: him and ryan thompson look, look good but yeah there's been some concern with like anderson and castillo for sure i think yeah correct me if i'm wrong aaron slugger's also been kind of a sneaky good arm for them yeah yeah and innings, they also have 1.8 era so yeah.
1: they also got alvarado who just came back for that and i think he's only thrown like two innings maybe but i, mean, I do he think might be a, a big one
2: i don't think he gets any high leverage though i mean he was iffy that last outing I think the Rays are going to kind of keep him in check. The haven't run yet. The one news that we should actually talk about is there is an article. It's a little speculation, but Wander Franco might actually make the World Series roster.
1: I would go nuts.
2: So if he's in that lineup, now this is a lot. I mean, a lot of pressure.
0: That would be pretty crazy. A
2: lot of pressure. But that is a stick that if he can hit two in that spot or something, just to give a little bit better protection to Randy or Rosarena, because Brian Lowell just hasn't been the same guy, that is massive. I mean, that's do you think huge.
1: he plays in the field? I mean, Adamus has been incredible in the field this year. In the postseason I mean, especially. He's I mean, been absolutely he could, incredible. I mean, technically,
2: Wander Franco could DH even and not play the field and still bat second. Yeah. He doesn't necessarily have to field because we know that the Rays have also had struggling numbers the last series with their designated hitter. Mm-hmm. They need yeah. to get something going with that offense. Again, as much as we all love Randy Arena, there is no way he can continue to do what he's doing and carry this team to the World Series. Maybe he can. If he can, then he's one of the greatest postseason hitters ever. Like, I'm not kidding. I mean, this is yeah. unbelievable what the guy is doing. And, yes, it's one season, and usually I don't, you know, I'm like, oh, one season, I don't know, dude. But this guy has literally carried the Rays to where they are, and he came out of nowhere to most yeah. people. Not to us, but to most people. He came out of nowhere.
1: Did Modesty yeah. make Mon- made his debut in the yeah. World Series, or just the postseason? I, it was well, in the World Series. Question.
2: I think it was the World Series.
0: Yep. Yeah, so, Franco I mean, joined the Royals. Alberto Mondes, <laughs> Mondesi, the only player to debut in the World Series. I mean, so, yeah, but so Mondesi so was like I a mean. pinch runner, wasn't he?
2: Yeah, I don't think yeah. he had a, a bad or anything, from what I understand.
0: Um, but, yeah, so the the rumors come from Wander Franco posted on Instagram with the jer- his jersey with the World Series patch. Mm -hmm. But apparently, he did the same thing in the ALDS, (laughs) and he wasn't on that roster too. Mm -hmm. So it might not be anything, but that would be something really. That would be really something interesting.
2: Right, it really Mm -hmm. would, because that's the number one prospect in all of baseball. That's something that the Rays need. They need some kind of energy more so than just Randy Rose Reyna. Someone else has got to step. Where would he go? What's that?
0: Where would he play?
2: He'd be DH probably. Yeah, I mean. Choi hasn't looked. Choi hasn't looked that great. I mean, there's if he's not DHing, yeah. If he's not uh, playing first base, and then Austin Meadows has been very iffy. It's like one home run or nothing, basically. I don't think I really feel like the Rays need to change a little bit of their philosophy if they're going to beat these Dodgers because the Dodgers are different than the Astros. They're different than the Yankees. They are the super team. They're more complete in every aspect of the way. So mm-hmm. if the Rays are gonna win, they might have to be a little gutsy and make a move like putting Franco in that lineup. I don't know if he's gonna do well. I don't know. Maybe it's just a spark energy and it keeps it motivates someone like Brandon Lau to step up because he knows like okay if Franco's knocking, maybe my spot might be in jeopardy. I know that's crazy to say, but Lau was not put out in the postseason, so mm-hmm. this is this is big, man. I mean, Franco could maybe even play second base over Lau. So yeah. we'll see what happens again i'm I, we're all getting too excited about it because it's just speculation, but you never know you just don't know well,
0: they already did it one with the Shane McClanahan guy the mm-hmm. he made his debut, I think I'm saying it right, but yeah, yeah. that sounds about right so he yeah, he picture. made his you know MLB debut in the postseason with the Rays as a pitcher though, but I mean it could happen. I would be really really excited for that. We'll know tomorrow because the deadline is yeah tomorrow morning, I for believe, sure. and so that'll get that'll get out once it happens so. But uh, as we know, the World Series is not played on paper. So as much as we talk about it, we could be completely wrong, and things uh, could go completely different <laughs> because it's baseball, and that's what we love about it. We can. Well,
2: that's why we like the Rays. They're not really the team that's on paper. That's famous. Uh no, they're definitely on you paper. You think so? Yeah,
0: they're, yeah. That team is know, the most dude. analytically minded team. Uh, in the baseball. the Dodgers. Dodgers would be a team that's not on paper. What? Dodgers just throw money at guys. Yeah.
2: I think the Dodgers are stacked on paper, dude. They're... Really?
0: Yeah, but how does the Rays have this good of a team on twenty-eight million dollars in payroll? It's not. It's because of numbers and analytics.
2: Well, it's yeah, but that's like. I mean, look at it. I look at the Rays as like. It's I think a we're Giants. talking about
1: different, different, different uh paper right now.
2: Maybe I'm thinking of like the San Francisco Giants on paper when they were like ah they were good, but then weren't that great. That's what I see when I see the Rays lineup and stuff like that. It doesn't really. Yeah. Boom, out to me. Giants you guys are a little are different. You know, I feel
0: like that was the last good team of a gone era of yeah, just like old school ball. I don't think the Rays – the Rays are so analytically minded. They play everything by the numbers. Yeah, There's a reason why offense, Morton didn't go more than five, and he was yeah. pitching like a beast.
2: But their mm. offense is not even close to the new age either, though. That's the thing. I'm not saying it's old school, but the way they line it up is nowhere near what the Dodgers are doing or anybody else. Yeah, Rays. but they
0: don't I have mean, they, the money not. to do what that's, the that's, do.
1: Yeah, that's They, they let off with Choi right that's pretty that's pretty new age eh, kind of. yeah it is a little bit they're they're so big on launch angle true
0: there's a reason this why they is like the e first DDS. this is like the
1: first yeah it's like the first year they didn't have a 30 home run i mean obviously you couldn't hit 30 but <laughs> yes, <exactly>. you know <laughs> like rosarena would have if played.
0: yeah <laughs> he didn't yeah. play a lot
1: that's he true, had 30 either. home runs this postseason if he started out right away
0: <laughs> yeah so it's gonna, it be, it'll be interesting to see how this all shakes up. So um, Game starts got? Tuesday night. Make sure to check it out. It's on Fox. And like I said, it's not, the, it's not what we've seen throughout the postseason where they just play all the games in a row. It's going to be like traditional. So two days on, one day off, three days on, one day off, two days on. Uh, make sure to keep that in mind as you uh, go through the viewing schedule. Uh, we'll be here next week. If the World Series ends, we'll talk about that. If it doesn't, we'll talk about that as well. Make sure you follow along. We'll be we're on all your podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you get your podcasts. You can uh, subscribe, rate, and review. We'd really appreciate it. Follow us on social media at Stitches Pod on Facebook and Twitter, and send us emails uh, with your questions or comments at the Stitches Podcast at gmail All right, everybody, enjoy the World Series, the Fall Classic. We'll be back here next week. Take care.